All right, we are back, guys. Once again, Trigger the Podcast. We have our very special guest tonight. I'm very proud and honored to have him on. Uh, we've been going back and forth. Our schedules have been insane, but it's been awesome. Always good things. Um, please welcome awesome guest, Mr. Joe Walters, a positive veteran. Yeah. Awesome. Great to be here. It's really been great connecting with you each time we get together. It really is some awesome conversation. So I'm excited to dive in today, learn a little bit more, and uh, share a little bit of what's going on in both our worlds. Yeah, it's it's crazy um, because I think me and you both networked with the OVF through Chris and Liam and their whole uh, network of amazing veterans. But then it's amazing because we live so close together, too. You know, we're only, what, an hour away, hour and a half, I'd say, of where we live. So... That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Where were you again? What town are you in? Uh, upstate New York, so Middleburg, Cobleskill area. Cobleskill, that's right. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So not too, too far. So let's jump right into it, man. Um, let's let's get into your a little bit of your uh, military history. Yeah, awesome. So I was in the Marines from 2011 to 2015. Um, I didn't go right out of high school. Out of high school, I tried the college thing a little. That didn't work out. Got a job at the local public works. I was picking up recycling, working on roads. Um, didn't see a future there, so decided to go to the military. Um, probably like four or five years out of high school. Went in, um, wanted to be a fireman in the military, but as usual, they're like, yeah, that's going to be your job. And then I ended up being aviation ordinance. I heard my loaded bombs on planes. So, you know, they're similar, right? Great. Um, so I did that for four years. I definitely knew pretty quickly I wanted to do my pouring it out. Um, I enjoyed my time in. I was really good at my job. I worked on Harriers, spent a lot of time at sea. So I was stationed in Yuma, Arizona. Um, and then we went out on Muse. So we went out at sea. We supported OEF. Did some time in Japan. Did our traveling. Um, and it was a good time. I Again, I enjoyed the technical aspect of it. Pulling engines out of planes, loading bombs, and the camaraderie, the experience. Uh, but I always knew that there was this bigger vision that I had and I wanted to take all these things that I cultivated inside the military and use it on the outside. And I really didn't know what that was for. I just had this calling. So I did my four and I got out in 2015, um, which is really where my story starts to explode from there, I would say. That's <laughs> awesome. And you know what's funny is you say aviation and I was in uh, aviation in the 10th Mountain and there's some kind of like, like we have the military camaraderie bomb, but then like you're like aviation or... You know, Nate, like there's just that extra small filter. And in aviation, you get to do and see the craziest stuff. That's just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's every day we're blowing up, you know, uh, UH-60s and just, you know, going crazy on them. So it's awesome, man. Yeah, the C-130s, all that stuff. And I know you guys call them Cobras, but our Apaches, same exact helicopter. They hold a lot of ammo. They have a lot of missiles, lots of bombs. And yeah. they're really small helicopters for a, it's kind of like a bumblebee, you know, it's like how do the little wings keep them up, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's wild. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I, and a lot of people do say that too, like, oh, I'm going to go career military or I'm going to do this military. And then the truth is sometimes they can't, like myself, I got injured. So I got, you know, medical discharge. And it's awesome that you had that vision, like, all right, I'm going to do my time, get my three, four years in, whatever it is. And then, you know, Charlie Mike, move on. And it's so good to have that focus and that open path where you said, okay, this is just a stepping stone. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So next step forward, um, like I, I get super excited about this stuff. So go ahead and tell the folks what your next step was. Yeah, absolutely. So next step, I get out of the military and I went back to what I always do. I, so I went to work for my friend's company doing floors. 
we were refinishing Apple stores and just doing big work in New York City, just refinishing, doing concrete coatings, all this stuff, and reassimilating back into civilian life. Uh, now I'm very structured, I'm very disciplined, I have very high standards, and I got very frustrated a lot in this job. Like, you know, they weren't caring about the end product. I'm trying to build these systems and processes. No one else really gave a shit. And finally, you know, a couple months in or like a year in, I was like, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars a job. I'm getting pennies. I can do this work better than them. I'm just going to start my own construction company. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what I did. I, 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 and and flooring's pretty niche. It's pretty niche down, right? So I took all the savings that I had from like my time when I was like a volunteer fireman like 15 years prior, took out a loan and I bought a concrete grinding machine for like 10, 15,000 and started doing garage floors. That's awesome. And I knew what I was doing, but some of these jobs were the first because we were doing commercial work. This was personal residential work. That was a huge learning Big curve. Difference. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, I went on this path. I started my construction company, started to build it up and things were going good. But also my mental health was starting to take a decline. Now I'm a personal business owner. Now I'm working 60, 80 hours a week. Now I'm dealing with employee issues, money issues. While I was making more, I was spending more. And on the yep. and really festering below the surface of all of it was, so I had my positive military characteristics that I brought in, my discipline, my structure, my ability to just have to follow through. But then I had some of my negative tendencies, the way that I coped, the way that I dealt with stress and anger. I was having outbursts. I was drinking heavily. Now I'm out of the military. Drugs were getting involved in it. And I was really reaching this boiling point in my life. And funny enough, I never seeked out help ever. I would just shut down. I would sit on the couch for days on end. I would blow up. I would retract. I would pull in. And I didn't even understand the problem I had. I was that just blind to it. And to this day, I don't know why I made this decision. But me and my partner at the time, decided to take some psychedelic mushrooms. I, we don't know what came over us, but the thought of us taking mushrooms came into our consciousness. So we, we had a friend that she worked with that got them very consciously, knew this network of people that would get it for us. So we took, we took mushrooms. And the first experience I ever had was to this day, the probably the most pivotal experience I've had in my whole life. It completely changed my world. Um, and not everything changed that day. There was a long process from that day. Um, but it basically tore away who I thought I was in that moment. So I could begin to rebuild and understand who I really was beyond the anger, beyond the emotions, beyond the construction company, and really start to hone in and see a vision of what I'm really here to do and what I really Absolutely. am passionate about and I love. So that's the, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of the abridged version of what brought me to plant medicine. And then from there, um, that was about 2018, 2017. It took, a, a, you know, then it was a couple of years of that, that happened. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start growing these things because there's a lot more work to do. And I didn't even know what work was. I didn't know what integration was. Right. I didn't know what personal development was. I didn't know what Tony Robbins was. None of it. I was just this fresh greenie who had a new outlook on the world. Um, so yeah, I continued to work with these medicines. A lot of stuff came up, a lot of awareness, a lot of personal reflection, which ultimately led me into personal development and really understanding what that means and how to optimize myself for happiness, for productivity, and ultimately to embody the life I truly wanted. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's so great to hear. It's funny because before the military, 
Um, I was, and currently I still am, a volunteer fireman, and we do EMS as well. And I did about 10 years before the military, and before that, and while I was doing that, coincidentally, I was doing black topping and seal coin with my father's business. So it's just amazing how, again, so many backstories are so similar to guys and girls like me and you who, you know, we get out and we're like, okay, that's all I know. I'm going to go back to it. And we realize mentally and physically, hey, maybe I can't do that job anymore. Um, I know myself, the nine to five thing isn't going to cut it. I can't do it. I know that, but I know, like you said, you find your triggers, you find out what upsets you. And, and when I first got the same thing, I didn't know I would just blow up. I would get upset. I would get angry for no reasons, you know, just the smallest things. And I didn't reflect back, you know, same thing, shut down, go away and all that. And I had similar situations where I found other alternative medicines that helped me. And now we can have this great conversation and actually truly be happy and reflect and understand like, okay, if I do this, this is going to happen. If I do that, that's going to happen. And to find that alternative medicine like that is so amazing because again, and we can dive deeper into it in a couple minutes. Um, a lot of people think, oh, mushrooms, we're just going to get high and, you know, trip balls and all this stuff. But there's so much more to it. There's so much deeper medicinal ways to heal um, physically and mentally using it. Uh, there was a documentary. I forgot what it was. I saw, oh my God, probably five, six years ago, something like that, where there, it actually can cure migraines instead of taking all these meds out, Imitrex, Botox, um, tons of meds are out there for that. Uh, Oh, I forgot the other one. Um, TBIs are great, uh, but they really, <laughs> but and they're microdosing and it helps them with migraines, so they don't have that photophobia, they don't have that hypersensitivity and all that. Um, so yeah, jump in, jump into the next, the next step for what you're doing and the personal develop stuff, development stuff is amazing. Um, but yeah, tell us what else, like what you're, what you're into now. Yeah, so I was really heavy in the in the psychedelics path for a while. Um, I really so 2020 came and it, I really reached ahead in my life. So the concrete, there were there was two personalities meeting inside of me. There was mm. the concrete industry, and then there was the me of wow, you went from suicidal ideations, alcohol, substance abuse, all these things, and you turned your life around. You yeah. have have things you have insights you have wisdom that you learned along this path you need to help people so this this realization really came to me um so it really reached a point where i finally was like i need to get rid of the construction company i sold the equipment got rid of all of it and made the jump into becoming a life coach and i didn't really know what that meant you know right. i got myself a life coach learned about coaching learned about building a business learned about branding learned about all that stuff um and kind of struggled for a little bit you know i was just this marine who kind of figured some stuff out and i i had a lot of imposter syndrome to work through i had a lot of personal worth things to work through a lot of beliefs a lot of mindset so the beginning of that journey for me was a lot of self-work a lot of self-reflection a lot of understanding what it is i bring to the table and believing in that absolutely so again i got deep into the work i, I ended up Get connecting with an ayahuasca practitioner in upstate New York, sitting with ayahuasca, doing facilitation, started to do mushroom facilitation for people and help, helping people to have these experiences. That led me eventually to writing a book. The inspiration for that was so many people are getting into this line of work and I had no resources. I didn't know what the word integration was. I didn't know what an intention was. I would just take them at home and things would happen. And then I, would, I was figuring it out. So right. I wrote a book about you know, preparing a little bit of the history, what integration is, what the different areas of life are going to be integrating these into. Um, yes. It really dove in that path deeply. And 
this past year, I've kind of revamped a little bit. My coaching has really steered towards, because before it was like, it was psychedelics focused. I was really, that was really my main focus of everything. Um, and really my passion began through that work, we began into high performance. What does it mean to be a highly optimized individual, fully harmonious in all aspects of life? Personal, business, relationship, pushing growth edges. So now psychedelics are a tool, microdosing, macrodosing, all the different, like that's a tool we can utilize. But again, they're only tools that are opening us, opening up the doors inside of us. And there's all these other ways to biohack. You know, I know you want to talk about cold plunges, cold immersion. Yeah. We have distance running, physical fitness. There's all these different levers that we can pull to optimize our body, optimize our mind, optimize our spirit. And that's really what I've landed on and I'm really passionate about now is it's not it's not just grinding, not just working 80 hours a week, because that's not highly successful. When we're talking about high success habits, like in Brendan Bouchard's book, we're talking about people who perform at a high level for an extended period of time in all aspects of life, in their relationships, in their families, yes. in their happiness. They're not sacrificing one for the other. They're building their life in a way that everything's harmonious. And that's that's what I'm super passionate about and really Absolutely. figuring out more deeply each and every day. Yeah. I love that that you're you're saying that because it is so true. Because a lot of people um, you know, that I've talked to as well doing just basic conversations is, you know, oh I'm really, you know, they're making tons of money, they're really happy in their business or they're making tons of money, but at home is struggling or when I ask people about, um, or we have conversations about faith or religion, oh, you know, they may go to church eh, once a year. Okay, well, there's all these factors, like you said, in your life that have to be equal and in sync with each other. And once they're harmonious together, once they're in sync, everything else blows up. And it's amazing because that's one thing that me and my buddy uh, Luke, where we have some side projects going on, and that's one of the things we're teaching. Uh, we're working on a relationship class. And you know, we always tell people, you can't go out and try to date or be happy or whatever until you're happy yourself. You know, don't think that this magic person is going to pop into your life because it's not going to happen. If you're not happy with yourself and all your levels aren't happy, then that's it. Um, Eric Thomas had a great, uh, actually, it wasn't an analogy. It was a true story, but I use it as an analogy where there was a building in Miami where the front face was this beautiful, like multi-million dollar face, but they skimped on the backside and the left side of the building just totally crumbled. So he was saying, like, you can have everything great on one side of your life, but if the other side isn't, you know, up to the same par, then the rest of your life is just going to crumble. And I think you definitely wrote that right in all together, man. If, if you don't have those good relationships, positive energy, good mental health, good physical health, you know, that that's really huge and really important. And uh, it, it's just amazing. And it's so great, like you say, using those tools and finding those tools and those things. Uh, that is really important to have. Um, let's go into that one tool, and we are we have listeners all over, and I know you know what I'm going to go into because that, it just blows my mind. So we have listeners all across the world, different, you know, in the south where it's nice and warm, up in Canada, Russia, all these places. Where we're located in New York, currently right now, I believe it's 16 degrees. Um, Thursday, Friday, we're supposed to get a foot of snow. So jump into figuratively and anal uh, analytically that ice water bath man i mean i watch this every morning and it, i'm freezing i'm like man joe's gotta be cold and uh, your face is like happy when you're going you're like ah and relax like if it was 100 degrees uh, <laughs> yeah it's been a really interesting practice the first time i ever did a cold water immersion in a bath was i think last year there's a, a guy by the name of 
Wim Hof. He's like the father of cold cold water exposure. And there's there's really a multitude of reasons why I do it and reasons why there's benefits to this. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'll talk about the leaning into discomfort. This is such a crucial thing and why I do this. This is why I do things like run marathons and push myself physically. We're going to be challenged in life. And when we try to take the easy route, our life becomes harder. When we go and push into the struggle, into the challenge, our life becomes easier. So for me, it's like really about reorienting my relationship to challenge, reorienting my relationship to pain. And recently I started, I'm, I'm doing a cold shower challenge because I used to do cold plunges every few weeks. But Wim Hof put out this 60 for 60, 60 days, 60 cold showers, 60 seconds. So I'm like, oh man, 60 days and then waking up and going right in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that sucks. I'm gonna yeah. do it. And every day, and even though when I get out, I feel great. I'm like, oh, it really wasn't that bad. It's cold. Don't get me wrong, it's cold. But it's never as bad as your mind makes it. And still, I'm on day 39. And this morning, it took me like five, 10 minutes to get in. I got out. My brain's like, but maybe this morning. And it's just so interesting to see that the brain will always have an excuse to stay in comfort. And this directly relates to your business, to your relationships, to every other area in life. So So true. Yeah. So the mental aspect is such a key aspect of it. And I really feel that reverberates in other areas of my life. Now, physically, when we go look at it physically, there is such a cascade of things that happen in our body that's incredible. Releasing epinephrine, norepinephrine, which is also adrenaline. So we get focus and clarity. We release serotonin and dopamine, the happy chemical, the motivation chemical. So doing these things right off the bat in the morning, it's like having 10 cups of coffee. Um, It helps metabolism. It begins to convert our fats. There's three different kinds of fats in our body. It essentially converts from the fat that's just like a storage fat to a fat that actually is like a furnace for our body. So we more efficiently burn the fat in our body. So there's just all this cascade of things going on physically, mentally, and, um, and it's just like a really great thing. And again, it's a stressor. And us, like you, you just mentioned about me going in, and it almost looks like I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And it, in the beginning, there's this shock, and your, your breathing increases. Just like say you get you know stressful news about the market or your business, right? Your nervous system upregulates, your heart begins to race fast. And when I get in that moment, you know, a couple seconds go by, and I tune into my breath. There's no opportunity to go anywhere else but sit in that moment and That's I hold my breathing bound and I just I surrender to the experience and I think this is what we're cultivating that's the stressor like anything else so it's it, for me it's going to the gym for the mental for the emotional challenges that are going to happen in my life that are inevitable yeah that's awesome and, and I love the way you put that because and yeah I mean we see it all the time People come up with excuses. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I know for myself, uh, probably I'm just guessing. Same with you. Going through the crucible during basic, for us it was the forge. That sucked. I mean, I remember literally doing a ruck march, carrying a box of ammo, which was probably only a hundred pounds, with my battle buddy, and she was like this tall on me. And I remember with my hand, other hand, the rifle, asleep, just walking, and literally like almost drunk and you're like wait what just happened we just did a mile okay well you know you have to get through it you know you have to go through it just suck it up and deal with it and being okay with not being okay being okay with being discomforted is so important in life because like you said our brain tells us hey let's take this easy way out let's take the easy way out the survival mentality type thing and 
I feel a lot of us who are doing good things, who are doing big things, or on the way to do big things, the difference between like us as I'll say the one to two percent of the world and the rest of us is we're okay with going through the pain. We like the pain, we like the discomfort because that we know is gonna build us to something bigger and better down the road. Yeah. 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 I think I'm gonna try uh maybe maybe tomorrow we'll see how how things go that 60 seconds in a cold shower right off in the morning i mean it's gonna suck it's gonna be cold at first but i think that's just so awesome it's better than having a drill sergeant or drill instructor jumping in down your face you know (laughs) two o'clock in the morning (laughs) yeah and for everyone listen start where you're at you know my first plunge i did like 20 30 seconds and you know you can start hot go cold start cold go hot whatever you want to do you know start with where you're at any any action is better than no action if you're interested in it and if it sounds like something that's crazy and it's not for you leave it leave it to the side and try something else you know i like again like i said i think any physical activity anything that our brain has resistance to that we know there's a benefit from and this is just something so big now for going immediate pleasure for that long-term gain it's something through social media the internet we've lost that to a big degree and that is where the money is that is where that is why like you were just saying why is it that two to three percent of people are so successful it's these principles and i'll touch a little bit because i'm reading brendan burchard's yeah. book right now high performance habits and when we look at high performance people have you read it oh yeah yeah it's not a personality type there's no mm-hmm. person born with a certain type of personality that says this is what makes you successful what it comes down to is six habits and they studied 198 countries hundreds of millions of dollars tens of thousands of people drill down why are these people so successful and so happy and it came down to six habits you know what that means you have full control over whether you want to strengthen and sharpen those habits yeah you know, we'll focus around what awareness self-awareness service your why all it's it's not easy but it's simple it's it a is. simple formula and it is it's wild man just like you said there's just the simple things you can do to change your life and it's that one percent little bit every day um drinking an extra bottle of water glass of water um you know having that salad maybe as opposed to you know the chicken wings and i like my chicken wings i'll admit that but you know just having those smaller things like that doing 20 30 minutes cardio compared to no cardio at all um it, it all everything adds up and it really makes a huge difference i know last week i was in florida um and we had a great time and my daughter tried kayaking for the first time and she was nervous at first but once she got it and she was like oh this is this is fun we we got home that night and she's like can we buy kayaks and we're like bet like this is perfect it's some kind of exercise you're outside breathing that fresh air you're doing something other than like you said a lot of us are sitting home looking at the screens which please don't turn off yet we're still doing the podcast but you know looking at the screens playing the video games all that stuff and i mean it's good to relax a little bit once in a while but i i want to challenge everyone listening now like how many books have you read this year um my personal thing like i never i never liked reading especially when i was younger i hate reading i'd rather watch a movie now i'm like addicted to books i'm all about reading research articles like documentaries left and right it's just it's a great thing and it's good to enrich and challenge your mind because once you start learning more that veil opens up and you're like I know that's BS. They're lying for that. That's just a marketing tool, you know. And of course, spending some time with our our friends over at OVF, they've kind of opened that Pandora's box. So Chris and Liam, thank you for ruining my life. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. 
they're awesome guys um but yeah uh let's get um we got about five minutes left so let's just plug in man where can people find you and see you yeah so facebook and instagram definitely instagram uh, i'm most active over there i do weekly lives um uh, at the positive veteran um facebook same thing facebook.com slash the positive veteran positive veteran coaching is my website so www.positiveveterancoaching.com has uh information on different uh services that i provide a little bio about me um and yeah that's that's the uh those are the best places to get at me i'm uh, I'm always out there in social media land i love making content one of my passions just sharing different tidbits i'm getting through podcasts and books and and uh content can be a fun game uh, especially with all the uh, all the tools and stuff they got now so and it's wild too like with stuff like that 90 percent of it's free you know, and yeah. it's so easy to do. And it is once you get used to it, it's like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. Uh, I just got myself. My wife actually got me on TikTok and Instagram as well. So I'm trying to learn that game a little bit. So, but yeah, thank you, Joe, so much for hopping on. I know, like I said, our schedules were a little crazy there for a little bit, but we'll definitely have you on again. It's always been a pleasure. And good luck tonight with the coaching. I mean, huge, huge things happening for you. And I'm so proud to uh, to have you on and be uh, be your friend and support you, man. Yeah, likewise, Tony. It's always been a pleasure. Tonight is actually coaching for a coaching program I'm in. So remember, even coaches get coached. If you believe in believe in what you're doing, you, you know that. You know? Absolutely. So, uh, so I always love having that extra layer constantly, you know, giving me the feedback. And uh, even if it's not a coach, have someone in your life, bring that extra awareness, hold you accountable, get those different perspectives. Like, yep. I was I just going to say that accountability is so huge. It is. Awesome. Well, like we say, everyone here at Triggered, thank you very much and stay triggered.